Welcome back to the Colton and Joe Show. Our the Dude. first iconic episode. It's Colton and Joe Show episode sixty nine. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Uh, the long awaited, long awaited episode. This episode will be airing on Christmas Eve. So hopefully you guys have a very merry Christmas. We're recording it. Our week sixteen predictions. We normally record that on Friday for Saturday, but since Friday is Christmas. We really don't want to do that. <laughs> so I, that's fair. Um, there's it's a game fair. on Friday, though. There's there's a game on Christmas. It is the um, on, I have it marked Minnesota at New Orleans at four thirty on Christmas. So I'm I'm I think that's gonna be a good game. So it'll be good. Pretty, I probably won't be able to watch it. I'll try. Yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> just yet. You never you never know. Christmas plans always seem to change quickly. So how, how was the one day? Since the last time we recorded, what's been up? What's up with you? Um, nothing much. I went to, we drove about an hour, a couple of buddies, um, to, and got the Mr. Beast burgers that <laughs> Nick came out. Um, Mr. Beast is selling burgers now. You can get them near Pittsburgh to South Hills. Um, there's a church up there that is in the district that let us stay inside of it and chill out in the church, just do whatever we wanted. So we ordered, <laughs> went in there and ordered Mr. Beast Burgers and chill that out. Sounds like, that's all very that sounds like a fun time for sure. Uh, I have not, I don't think I've done a single thing. Um, I like, I've just been like messing around. Kind of, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we're here. My mom and my aunt wanted to make like baked cookies. So I'm actually at my aunt's house right now. This is, I've only, record, I've only recorded in my house, but I recorded like in my room almost all the time. And I recorded there was out like one time where you recorded on the porch. porch. Yeah. Yeah. Like the I guess it's more like I guess I, I think I did that up the twice. Or maybe just one time. I honestly don't know. Um but it's not optimal out there because you always see the cars go by. And I only did that one time because I was like changing up my room and it was like so messy in there. I didn't have anywhere to sit. That was like it was definitely not optimal. I actually don't know. I didn't test anything in here because we're a little bit in a hurry. I've got I could help my like my mom wants me to help her. And uh, your family's coming it's over to the holiday course, so um, it's a little bit quick. Yes, it's an early recording session today. I think, especially for our standards. <laughs> yeah, for our for our standards, we record at like ten thirty and um ten thirty to like one o'clock. <laughs> yeah, like it's the time span from when we start. I don't. I think we we started at one o'clock like twice or whatever. Those those were brutal episodes for sure. Yeah, they, those... they were. <laughs> this is we had <laughs> one episode. I think it might have been March that was really early. I think that yeah. was a one o'clock start. So this would be, I believe, our second year start. Yes, I, I think you're right. Um, I feel like we always just normally do it later because then it doesn't interfere with our day and stuff. Because this is more of a side hustle, more of a hobby, not a, like our job. So, yeah, we Chris, very excited for me today. I had a half a day of school, um, which mm-hmm. is cool. But other than that, like, not much going on. Our school ended yesterday. Like, we had a half, like half half day quote unquote of school yesterday um but then there were a few teachers that just didn't get the memo and just like randomly put out like small assignments today for no reason even <laughs> though we're on christmas break i don't know yeah we just kind of uh messed around today we didn't do anything but it was like a half a day but it was from seven thirty to nine thirty. so it was like two hours we went through three different periods so that's nowhere near half a day <laughs> but i'm not yeah we, our school, we're so, like, weird with that. We don't even have, like, mandatory Zoom calls. We do everything on Google Classroom. It's just, like, they'll post the thing for the day, and you just do it really? at some that's... point during the day. Oh, that's, um... It's weird. Well, I, like, I look, it's kind of nice, like, because I don't like the, the calls, but, like, it doesn't do make me, doesn't make me do stuff, because that's what we did in the spring when school got canceled. We just, like, did the assignments as they came in, but that just turns out that at the end of the year, I had, like, two chapters of chemistry that I just didn't do because I got behind and I just never cut up. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to work at my own pace, but also like I'm definitely as much. Yeah, for sure. But I, There's pros and cons. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's a pro in terms of being able to do whatever I want because <laughs> it doesn't interfere with my schedule and I can do whatever I want and then just get that done in the middle of the night if I feel like it. So I'd, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. it's whatever. It's for whatever. Sure. But uh, as I mentioned to Joe a little bit before we started, uh, there is pretty no news today. Like, there's we have three pieces, one of which happened before last episode, but we didn't <laughs> mention. Um, and I, I'm, so the the one that didn't happen before last episode, um, it's a sad piece. Hall of Fame pass rusher, most notably known as the Pittsburgh Steelers, Kevin Green, um, has passed away. He was a Pro Football 
Hall of Fame inductee, I believe, just two years back. Yeah, it was. It's been relatively uh, recent. Yeah, he was um, third all-time career sacks in entire uh, career span. And yeah, he was a great player for those golden locks that he had. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we give our our condolences to the family of Kevin Green. He was so young. He was like fifty-eight too. That's yeah. a sad loss. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Steeler fans, I like knew of him, but I obviously I never watched him play. And he wasn't like a big personality guy that you heard a lot about. Like, but I like. Of course, he was a great player. Um, sad. I didn't get to watch him when I was younger, but you know, yeah. ripped him. Rest in peace. Of course. Obviously, we were we were too young to be watching Kevin Green ever play football. Sadly, but he was a darn good player. So um, yeah. And the next piece here is really weird. Um, so yesterday it was reported by Adam Schefter that the Seahawks had officially added Josh Gordon to their um, 53-man roster. We reported a while back ago he'd been reinstated by the NFL. Um, and they are going to get practicing, and they, they added him, and it looked like he was going to start playing. Just today, another report comes out. Josh Gordon will not be allowed to practice or play indefinite after suffering a setback in rehab with substance. So, another setback in the Josh Gordon saga. Um, I don't know what the deal here, because obviously I don't think the NFL is testing for marijuana, and, and like I, I don't think that's something they can get in trouble for anymore. And to my knowledge, that was Josh Gordon's thing. So maybe it's not as much about the substance abuse policy, or maybe it's not as much about the substance abuse as much as it is, like, the, or it's not about, like, the substance as much as it is, the, I guess. So, like, maybe yeah. it's just, like, need to, like, get your get yourself settled in and rehab and, you know, completely rehab from this before you come back into NFL. And I don't really know the situation here, so I can't, <laughs> there's not much I can comment <laughs> on. But just know you won't be seeing Josh Gordon anytime soon play for the Seattle Seahawks. Probably not this season, and um, I have no future holds for him. So yeah, it's always a sad story. You know, he was a great player, um, especially oh, yeah, like he was an amazing wide receiver. I'd love to see him back on the field. Yeah, and it's hard to tell what's what's going on behind the scenes with him. But you know, of course, like honest to be honest, like the health is like the most important thing. They make sure he has a life after football. But mm-hmm. you know. That's yeah. I guess maybe that's I don't I don't, I have no idea I really can't make any statement because I have no idea either. Yeah, I don't know the situation here. But the last piece of news is one that has come out recently. So long, long time ago, um, the the Dolphins cut Josh Rosen. He was signed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice squad. He has been signed this week uh, um, by the 49ers off of the Tampa Bay practice squad to their active roster. So. This is where things get interesting because it's looking like Jimmy Garoppolo will probably not be back this um, because they're you know they were him and Kittle were both eligible but Coach Shanahan he was like they asked him about if they're actually going to he just said like if you know I'm not going to risk their health for like meaningless games but if we're making a playoff push that's where you can come in um, they're effective they're not officially knocked out of playoff contention but they're pretty much out of it right we we can pretty much say that. Um, Nick Mullins was benched last game, C.J. Beathard. Um, they have announced C.J. Beathard will be the starter for the next game. So my question becomes, um, do you see Josh Rosen start by, by the end of the season? Like, I mean, why? Sign- what's the point to me of <laughs> signing Josh Rosen to your active roster if he's not going to play and he's going to be the third-string quarterback? Like, why would you do that? I'd, yeah. Why, why not just operate with the two quarterbacks that you've been operating with all season? You know, now you're in a position where you don't, you're not fighting for the playoffs or anything. I don't. I don't know. So hopefully, it looks like this. We could potentially see Josh Rosen not this week, obviously, but like potentially next week. We might <laughs> see Josh Rosen start one game. Football. Yeah, we <laughs> start one game. Let's go. I mean, Josh Rosen was always guy. I I feel like there's a lot um a lot of potential in him for sure. Kyle Shanahan's a good coach, but it's not like there's gonna be a lot of volume for him to learn yeah. if he comes in. And I feel like you know if he does good enough, they'll they'll keep him around as maybe a backup or some competition for jimmy g because it's not like jimmy g jimmy g is a good quarterback and i'm i'm above average like jimmy g like i feel like there's a lot of jimmy g slander out there that's kind of unwarranted but um i you know if if that's some some competition to push him josh rosen is definitely a young guy who can who can do a lot still you know so you know that's maybe it's just a, a future thing and then for right now you can see what you got in him I guess. <laughs> I, I love Josh Rose in that draft. He was my favorite quarterback in that draft. I was so sold on him. 
You're, you're like, the accuracy. Yes, yeah, so the <laughs> accuracy of, I see here from Josh. There was so much weird stuff. Coming. Like, I remember he was getting, like, trashed by, I think it was, I don't remember for this. I want to say it was the Cardinals, man. It was the Dolphins. But, like, <laughs> after, like, he was, like, they were thinking about him. He was like, yeah, he had some character concerns. And they're like, really? <laughs> what character concerns? She's like, he cared a little bit too much about the environment. And, like, weird. <laughs> they're like, what? You're trashing me? Because there's, like, they were, like, going to release, like, a shoe for him. Like, some company was going to release a shoe. And he wanted it to be made out of, like, all recyclable material. And, like, <laughs> they said, like, he was like, yeah, he cares too much about the environment. Well, what? I don't know how that translated to football. But that was a, that was a strange idea. I, I would like it because we know what we have in C. We know what we have in Nick Mullins. We don't know what we have in Josh Rosen just yet. So if I can see some football from Josh Rosen, whether it be one game or not, I would be interested. Yeah. Um, is that your last piece of news? Because I have a funny story. So, so, so Juju came out. He said he's not going to dance on the logo anymore for the best. It's for the best thing for the team or whatever. You know what? I, I don't care. <laughs> it's not, yeah. I, like I didn't, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And was, I heard like there was a, a report where like Monvel was basically like, I didn't care that much about the dancing. It was mostly just you know he he knocked out Fontes Perfect and he, like he's my dog or whatever. And like that's like I want to get back in for that more than like I don't care about the dancing that much. Like the dancing was a part of it, but it was more like he was more wild up about well, the. I don't the, even think he like, played with Perfect. I know, that's what he said. I guess maybe that they know each other. Uh, your guess yeah. is mine, but or, or, or something like that. Um. And the Javon Kinlaw, I feel like I mentioned him. He play, He looks like he played for the 49ers. Um, some offense, probably running back. If I had to take a wild guess, he's a defensive tackle. Okay, never mind. He looks first round pick. I can't really tell from his profile picture. Well, he he slides up on on Juju's Instagram story and says, "Them boys get yo jigging, but but uh, out that Corvette." Huh? <laughs> and Juju just just put yo tell this female stay out in my DMs. Another hmm. grown. Man, I, I censored it because I, I don't want to get flagged for explicit content. Jeez. I haven't marked it. I I haven't marked it, so I I guess I could have. But um, yeah, that's so, interesting. And then there's, there's a clip of him last year catching a touchdown versus the 49ers. Already pulled up on Levi's mm-hmm. to court in the cover and dipped. I actually, it's hard to read. Um, you gotta check it out. It's a funny uh mm-hmm. story. I oh, guess. Okay. Yeah, that's. There's a lot of Juju. Juju went from like one of the NFL's most beloved players to one of the most hated players in the span of like two weeks. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Juju's cleaning out there right now, but I still love him. It's okay. Yeah, I don't um, mind. The, the I only thing I worried about was that because I know McTomel's gonna have like a talk with him, and Juju's gonna be like, "Well, I don't want to change my like." That's what he said. Is like, "I'm not gonna change, not be myself anymore." And then that's like he's gonna be like, "Well, I'm not going to." And then McTomel's gonna get mad. And just like trade him away. That's like, like the first time I, my that, guess, and I was like, bro. That my guess is they came to is that he's still gonna post TikTok dances, just not on the logo. <laughs> just like yeah, in the probably. locker room. I can not imagine betting he'll just be posting locker room. I, I couldn't imagine they uh, they care that much. <laughs> yeah. Mike Thomas, players coach. I really I, c- I couldn't imagine he's really like cares that much. I feel like he's just like it's a distraction, and the media blows it up out of proportion. <laughs> yeah. Like. You know, yeah, so and it's such he's in yeah. such a strange place because it's like when you think of Juju Smith Schuster, it's like you know the funny guy. It's like the you know you know for now it's like the immature kid that's dancing on the logo. Like you don't think of Smith Schuster as like the down in the dirty wide receiver, like the big physical brute of the receiver group, which is the role he plays, whether it's the correct role for him or not. Um, it's yeah. the role that he plays. He's the dink and dunk guy. Is a lot of the pretty much the whole offense this year. But he's the guy that gets down in the trenches. He makes the tough catches. He's running people over. He's fighting for the extra yard. That's definitely not what you think of when you think Juju Smith-Schuster. But that's how he's been this. Um, The new offensive coordinator, maybe he would be a lot better. Not just be that, but you know, we we Fichtner is not good. No, I don't like I don't like Fichtner at all. And I, I I saw some some whack Google. I just get these like weirdest like sports articles that are suggested to me, and it was like. What are the Steelers' coordinator futures like after they they move on from Pittsburgh? And I was like, I can't imagine either of those guys are going to get a job anywhere else in the NFL. Keith Butler is as good coordinator for a good defense right now, but I don't. He was not good whenever he didn't like. He doesn't elevate players. I feel like you know. I feel like he's he's better than he used to be for sure. But I feel like that's more like the players around him. And um, like it was like Feet like Feetner. There's no way he's gonna get a job anywhere. But they said that he has like a chance to be like a coordinator somewhere else, like maybe even a, maybe even like a, like a head coach 
if like the offense picks up. And I was like, there's no way anyone's going to. He could be a quarterback coach. That's not. He was a good quarterback's coach. He's not a good coordinator. Yeah. I don't yeah. like. Yeah. And I like was... that, that was the thing. When he came in, said like, okay, he's probably not going to call plays very well. But the thing is, he's going to let Big Ben call the plays. I'm telling you right now, Big Ben is not calling these plays. <laughs> Big Ben is not calling wide receiver screens behind the line of scrimmage every two plays. And like, oh my gosh, that, that is not Big Ben style. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I sent. I know. I I sent you that video. It was like the Steelers' offense right now, and it was like someone trying to do some trick shot where they like hit a soccer yeah, ball into a garbage can. And it was like the Steelers' offense, and it was like a screen on first down, running uh, like slant, drop slant, dropped like go route, and then um Deep like bomb four yards. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And then like running back handoff for two yards <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, I can't is- remember off the top of my head. It was funny though. That is the offense. Wide receiver screen. Drops deep bomb down the field, running back dive. Went for running back dive. dive. Yeah. Benny that doesn't pick up one yard. It's it's yeah. it's weird days for the offense for the Steelers. I had a hard time predicting. I still have not decided. I know what the score is going to be. I know it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be really close yeah. for the Steelers ending out this game this week. But I still I haven't. Have I haven't decided sure. on that. We'll get I'm there. Excited. It's it's um like right in the middle of the games is where I have it at least. Yeah. It's a so, one so, game. I think it's my turn to go first. I, I we don't give oh, back. Yeah. Track better. Um, Bikes will start off on the Christmas game, the most, the the one that's going to come up the quickest. Minnesota versus New Orleans. I think the Saints are going to win this in a pretty tight fashion, thirty-two to twenty-eight. Um, but I can't really see this game being an upset. To be fair, um, the Vikings played a better game than the Buccaneers, and they 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 basically you know they lost. Um, but I think that I think they should have won that game. Hopefully, they're they're mad. They're a mad team. They're they're, I think they're still in playoff contention. I'm not exactly sure. But, you know, they're playing for a lot right now. The Saints, really, don't, I don't really think the Saints have a shot at getting the number one seed over the Packers at this point. It's not like they're pressed for a win here. I think a little bit more heart from the, the Vikings, and they could win, but I don't think it's that probable. The Saints are, are still a much better team. Um, the defense has been really good, and Kirk Cousins is not exactly... Uh, he plays... He Kirk Cousins is really good against bad defense, and then he's like, Okay, at best versus good defenses, um, he's definitely like a dependent, a matchup dependent quarterback. I feel like so. Yeah, it, it uh, depends. I early, Kirk I think was a little bit more dependent on the matchup. But as of late, Kirk Cousins, I'll give him some credit. Yes, for sure. But I mean, I, yeah, I think the Saints win, but I think it could go either way. Um, I think the Saints. Win. I thirty to eight. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think the Vikings have a shot in this. Um, their offense has been largely one to. Um, with Dalvin Cook. Now, obviously, that opens up the passing game, you know, for, for Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. But with this Saints defense, this smothering Saints defense, man, it's like, I if they're if they're stopping Dalvin Cook, which is something that they've been, they're an amazing run. And if they're able to contain Dalvin Cook, that's when this Vikings passing offense really runs some problems, when they don't have the threat of Dalvin Cook, when they're one-dimensional, when they have to play from behind. That's when you see the Vikings not do as well so i think with drew Brees back in the lineup new orleans saints out here i i definitely think that uh they'll be a dub i don't think minnesota stands a chance in this one but that's what i thought about uh, the jets and and the Bengals last <laughs> week so my words yeah. not sense them yeah that was not no one could have predicted what happened in that game um on on to the next year tampa bay versus detroit one o'clock game i for some reason i always like the one o'clock games but that's yeah, a weird weird I take I like like Sunday night football and like I like the night games. I hate four twenty. I hate those oh, games too. Gosh, those are, I hate. I almost I, I almost never get to watch them. I feel that because of church and then yeah, that's why I hate them because I don't because they're I, I got church or four twenty five even at church. There's always something going on around around that. Like yeah. that's such a like. There's always something at four like that. <laughs> it's gonna prohibit me from watching. Yeah, that's fair for sure. Um, but I'm normally supporting the Lions, and then I think they have a like a. a Upset chance here. I don't think they have much of an upset chance here. I have a twenty-eight to fourteen. Um, so maybe, I, but I can see this one like turning into a de- defensive slugfest. Just for some reason in my head, I could really see this like you know, like relatively low scoring. Um, you know, twenty-eight points with the Buccaneers isn't exactly you know anything crazy. So yeah. uh, I think that's pretty forward though. They're pretty outmatched. Yeah, yeah. Detroit is. Um, I have it twenty-eight to twenty, a little bit closer, just because I don't like what I've been seeing from. Uh, Tampa Bay recently. Obviously, <laughs> they all they they should have 
effectively and a, he- a heftily year. I don't know what wording to use for that, but um, yeah, <laughs> they should have beat Atlanta by a lot more than they ended by, is what I'm trying to say. But they didn't. Atlanta came out to a huge lead, and Tampa Bay had to play from behind. They did end up coming back in the game, but they shouldn't have had to. Um, and I just don't like what I've seen since weeks at all. Um, so, and I, you know, I do like what I've seen from Detroit, but I still think Tampa is a way better football team. Um, so I'm giving it to them. Did you see Stafford last week? His no look like touchdown pass three defenders. Mm. That man is so underrated. We say it all the time, but yes, very very underrated. Um, and I, uh, if they're the Steelers, though, I really wonder what you do. If, if okay, Big Ben says he's going to retire, which is which is good. But what if Big Ben does re- does retire just for argument's sake? Would you give up a lot more and get Stafford, or you give up a lot less and get Wentz? Because there's obviously a difference in. And level, I mean, I if guess. I'm Pittsburgh Steelers, I think I um, just draft a quarterback. But hypothetically, yeah. Stafford versus Wentz, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like I honestly couldn't tell you. It's a preference. Yeah. It really is. Stafford is definitely, like, the better player right now. There's a lot of potential with Wentz to come back to his MVP form. Um, but you'd also, if you tried to, if the, if you had to trade for him, then you're giving up, like, like two first round picks for Stafford, and you could give probably give up like a fourth round pick for like Wentz just to get. I don't know cause about I, that because Wentz is a lot. Wentz is still young, but he has a humongous contract. That's a. I feel like that's a big deal yes. for them. I'm not sure. It's it's weird. I I, don't I, think I, weird. Having a, I just don't. I think the only way Stafford's getting traded is if he says he wants out. And there's no player that if they say I want out, you're going to have to give up two first round picks. You just that's just never going to happen because you automatically have the leverage if they want. Yeah. It's true. So, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Um, it's like I I feel like Stafford's a better fit just with the whole Pittsburgh Steelers and the system they would have. But you know, if they're looking towards the future, then that's where you want Wentz. So I don't. It's all who do they value? Do they think? Do they feel they can bring Wentz and bring him back to his MVP form or back to you know his, even just last one? Then if you <laughs> feel you can do that, then with the supporting cast, I you go get Wentz. But if you don't. Then maybe you risk it for the biscuit and gamble on a couple years of of Matt Stafford. So yeah, uh, although in, in all likelihood Ben won't leave, and if and like you said, the, the draft is is the most likely route for the Steelers at the moment. Um, San Francisco at Arizona. This is a weird game because Arizona has like choked some games they should have easily won, and um, the 49ers have won some games they shouldn't have. But I, I still think I'm gonna go with the favorite here, Arizona. My score would be twenty-one to ten, and of course it's favor the Cardinals. But and I think this is pretty straightforward. I don't know what I the the 49ers are just, they're so weird and they're hard to predict. But you know, I, I, this is maybe I'm just overthinking it. <laughs> but maybe. a lot of the defensive pieces have came back for the the defense um, of the 49ers, of course. And you know, once I want very injury prone, injury filled with <laughs> defense. I'm not speaking yeah. very English at the moment. I apologize, but. You know, they've come back. So the defense has is, is definitely picked it up a notch, but the offense is not um, to the extent that it could have if there was Garoppolo and Kittle. But, you know, Kendrick Bourne there, uh, Brandon Ayuk, if, um, if 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 what's his name? <laughs> the, other, the other good wide receiver they have that is very young. Debo Debo Samuel, yes, of course. I, I, was, I was really high on him out of the draft, too. I was hoping the Steelers would get him. But it did not come to fruition. Um uh, yeah, obviously, that that'd be <clears throat> that's a pretty solid receiving core there. A lot of young guys, but no no real stud number one guy without Kittle. Kittle's the big receiving threat. And without him, yeah, the yeah. offense isn't like what it normally is. So True. I um, think I'm def- I was definitely overthinking that matchup. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely giving it to Arizona as well. It was a better football team, and without you know CJ Beathard in the starting line, um, I don't love the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Arizona they came off a good week last week. They put up a lot of points. Um. And on a pretty solid in the in the Eagles, and we're able to contain that stud defensive line, which is something that not many teams have been able to. Um, I like the way Arizona few games, but as of late, they've been pretty well. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't think San Francisco with E third at the helm is going to be able to to stop that. So I give it to AZ thirty two. Yes, that's that's fair for sure. Um, I'm next, just finishing off the Saturday games: Miami at Las Vegas. I have the Dolphins winning this game twenty four to twenty one. Uh, the defense of the Dolphins is shut down. They can definitely there's there's not a lot of worries there as far as as the the Vegas offense really. They have 
played uh, below their <clears throat> their talent, I would assume, in recent weeks. So, I, I like the, the Dolphins in this matchup. They have a lot of momentum in there. And once again, they're pushing for playoff spots, so they, they got extra um, heart, I guess. <laughs> they, they, they want it bad. They're a team that, that's come back from a lot. And Tua, a very talented, spirited, competitive guy, wills this to victory, even though, in theory... Their teams are like really, really close, and even Las Vegas is, has won some games versus much better teams than the Dolphins. But I just think mm-hmm. from the from recent trends with the with the Raiders, they have they haven't played as good as they should have. A team that I thought could have very easily made the playoffs. I think I had them when we did like team tier list way way back. I might have even had them as playoff locks, and that that was bold at the time, and it it did not pan out right if that was what I said. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I think I had them contenders, or not playoff contenders, I mean, championship contenders. Yeah, I have Miami winning as well, 6-9, a little bit wider of a margin uh, of victory there. And so Miami's still on a hot streak, Vegas is still on a very, very cold streak. Um, and yeah, so for, um, Miami, their defense obviously smothering. We don't know if Derek Carr's gonna, uh, we, we are not sure of that yet. They say he's doing everything he can to get back, and he's aiming to be back this week. But there's no word yet. Will Carr start? Will Mariota start? As we kind of joked about on last episode, said if Mariota starts versus um, Tua, then like the entire population of Hawaii is going to be tuned into that game because <laughs> they love their football. Um, so yeah, there's that. And yeah, the defense there of my Carr's been struggling even when he wasn't. So even if he does come back, there's no guarantee he's going to be anything amazing. Josh Jacobs has been struggling for carry standpoint. Um, and that defense has been struggling from every perspective all year. And they're just on a downward spiral. And as much as people like to downplay it, momentum is real. Um, and boy, does boy does Las Vegas not have Let me tell you that. Um, so I think, and hopefully they, the um, Dolphins should be getting at least some of their pass-catching threats back. As Jakeem Grant, um, Devontae Parker, and Mike Jasicki, their top three pass-catching targets, were all out for last month um, in their victory versus the Patriots. But, yeah, I still think Miami's going to be able to pull this out. 26-19, uh, Miami takes the dub in Vegas. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So so just because I checked, I had the Raiders as playoff contenders, so I was incorrect. But either way, they've, they've dropped out of the race pretty much. Yeah. At this point, they've, they've been bottoming out. And now on to the Sunday games, New York Giants at <clears throat> the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baltimore's going to win this one handily, 38-17. to This is straightforward. They've played good football as of recent. They Their offense has really picked it up a lot. Um, this is an easy team. Defense is very suspect, to say the least. Um, I'm not sure if Danny Dimes is coming back, which would be a big addition to the offense. You don't have to have Colt McCoy out there. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. either way, Danny Dimes or no Danny Dimes, I cannot imagine um, that the Giants have much of a chance of keeping up with this very talented Ravens team. Yeah, um, I'm in the same boat as you. Um, I have the score as 31-18, so um, not quite as far away as you, but still pretty far away. Um, yeah, Baltimore's a way, way more talented, and the Giants are a team that had a lot of momentum points. Do not anymore. Um, they were <laughs> doing well, and then Danny Jones went out. They had to McCoy for a couple of games. Um, that's when they went down the drain. They lost the momentum. Daniel Jones came back, and he, well, he didn't, weren't playing as well. Um and that's what it is. Baltimore just came off of two, an amazing win versus Cleveland in the best game. Is, and then trounced on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they're looking, they're looking dangerous. Lamar Jackson's a stride rate. Um, he's looking very, very good. And that team getting better and better by the week. And I don't think this Giants team's getting as much of a chance. So. Well said. Well said. <clears throat> I guess I guess on to the next. We've been, we're flying through these games at the moment. Natty um, at Houston. This one's another one I'm, I'm – Fairly convinced the Texans are going to win this game handily. I have the prediction as 27-7. to 7. Even though the, the Ravens, I'm mean not the Ravens, the Bengals basically have all the momentum. They just knocked off the Steelers. Um, a big upset, you know, that they, quote, locked down this big bend in the Steelers' offense. Um, but it's not like their offense did that much. They got aided by, by turnovers in, uh, their own ter- in our territories or whatever, you know. They, their offense have to work hard to get those touchdowns. And um, Houston is, is a, a team where um, Deshaun Watson is just – he's just so talented. He can – he's going to tear up this defense, tear it to shreds. Um, you know, there's not a lot of ability in a team like the, the Bengals. They just beat the Steelers, but it's not like they're going to turn around and just automatically play like that all the time. But that was – it was an off day for the Steelers for sure. Uh, and there's a lot uh, 
<laughs> I'm rambling on once again. I'm. It's been a. It's been a long stretch. I feel like I've not gone to bed before midnight in quite the while. But I. I think that's straightforward. I can't imagine. We went to bed really late last night. I did. I mean, we didn't get done here until like one a.m. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That was two or days. Not last night, just yeah. But last night I was up doing random stuff. <laughs> okay, my mistake. No, I, no, I don't care. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a long stretch of days, and I feel like I've. I'm tired, but uh, I would just Christmas break. break. I'll be done. Yeah, hallelujah. But uh, yeah, I, I can imagine Cincinnati at Houston is going to have much different results than than what I predicted. Yeah, I also predicted a handle handily. I've been saying this really wrong. You said twenty-seven to what twenty or no. seven? Well, seven. I had twenty-seven to two more down, and I knew that wasn't. Right. Um, <laughs> I had twenty-five, just a little bit closer because Finland and the Bengals were. Um, balled out last week in quotations um <laughs> they they took the w there and um but deshaun watson you know we the texans aren't that amazing of a football team but deshaun watson gives them a chance to win every week and that's what we always talk about but when they're favored to like this deshaun watson puts foot in the ground and and go to town on these cincinnati Bengals. so 25 to 10 is, is my prediction yeah definitely on to the next we're still on these december 7th games chicago at jacksonville um, two teams that I really am not big fans of as far as, uh, like their roster is, is really, especially the offense of Chicago. Um, but Chicago is a much better football team. The Jaguars are, are just really bad right now. So I think Chicago will win this 21 to three. That, that might be a little bit bold, but the Jacksonville offense is just so bad, especially, I'm not sure, uh, what's been up with James Robinson. I'm not sure if he's been injured or not. I think he might be. He was not. He, uh, just, he struggled the, the past couple. Okay, that's fair. Um, but it's not going to get much easier with a, a very good defense here from Chicago. Minshew is not anything crazy. But I always say, end up saying this. They have a really good young receiver core that hopefully Trevor Lawrence, cross our fingers, gets to play with. Um, but it's just they're not there yet. They still have to develop some uh, a good bit there. And, you know, Gardner Minshew. Not exactly a top tier quarterback prospect. He's a fun personality, but he's not exactly a great football player. Yep, I can agree with that one. Um, I have this one, a, also a very large, and I have it, the Bears scoring a lot in this. Um, 35 to 14, what I have. The Bears offense has put up 30 plus points in three straight games for the first time in years upon um, And Jacksonville, too well. Um, James Robinson struggled. And Chicago's defense is not going to make their struggles any any better, as you as you said. And yeah, Chicago's offense is kind of rolling right now with Trubisky. So honestly, I don't know if you you put Foles back in when he comes back. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because they're still technically a team fighting for a playoff spot, and they're playing well under Trubisky. I'll tell you what, David Montgomery. David Montgomery's a bad. Let me tell you what, I didn't like him coming into the year. And the first, you know, to the season, he hasn't been that productive. But when that Matt Nagy quit calling the play calls, my goodness, Tim Montgomery's going off. He's, a, he's one bad man, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. Look out for yeah, David yeah. Montgomery. Uh, he's been a beast. And that is obviously opening up the passing game for Mr. Bisky. And Mr. Bisky's a mobile guy. Like, a lot, a lot of people underestimate. He's a very mobile quarterback. He's able to get out of the pocket. He can scramble if he needs to. And when he's got a receiver core with Allen Robinson, this offense looks scary at times. <laughs> to an extent, scary. To an extent, I'm not going to say they're a great offense. But sometimes they. It's say it's, that. it's scary when you like when they've been playing like that recently. When they're doing a through the run game with Montgomery, um, <clears throat> and of course, I saw so many Instagram posts and, and different social media posts about if you're a fantasy football player, you need to buy low on David Montgomery because he's going to be I good did. at the end of the year. I, I did never those. did that. But the thing is. We didn't know Matt Nagy was going to quit calling the plays. If I would have known Matt Nagy was going to give up on calling the plays, I would have bought him on the spot. <laughs> but I didn't know that, and we couldn't have predicted that Matt Nagy was going to quit calling the plays, and they didn't know that either. They just thought he was going to get good. Yeah, for sure. But he, he has gotten good. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that's that's a good game. Not really, but <clears throat> it's a, it'll be a good game for, for fantasy owners of Allen Robinson and, <clears throat> and the squad there for Chicago. Um, this is going to be – I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. As as most would, Atlanta at Kansas City, thirty-five to twenty-seven. I have Kansas City winning. Whoa, shoot, oops. Um, I'm not worried about the scoring potential of Atlanta, as they of the proved again and again they can score. And uh, Ridley's been having a really good year. William Jones is has been suffering with some injury, but but in all likelihood he'll be able to play. Um, and, and you know Tiger Lee's 
touchdown dependent with his stat line looking good or not. But he's still a solid running back, and they have a backup, some good backups there. They have good depth at running back that can get carries and, and stuff. Uh, the defense is, is suspect, and that's why that's why can you know Patrick Mahomes is not staying up at night worrying about the likes of Grady Jarrett and Tura, <laughs> AJ Terrell. No, that's is that the right? Yeah, AJ yeah. Terrell. Um, yeah, you know, it, there's not a whole lot. Of, of to work with a whole lot of talent to work with on defense there, so I'm I'm liking the matchup with the Chiefs here. I think it could be a bigger blowout, but you know I'm with a little bit more of a, a fun prediction, I guess. Yeah, I I also like the Chiefs for obvious. All right, well, once again, it's like the third straight episode, technically. <laughs> I need to figure it out. I don't know what's going on. It always just like cuts out randomly or whatever. So <clears throat> hopefully we can figure that out, but. In the meantime, you can put it up with a little bit of cut between there, I guess. But yeah, uh, like I was saying, I also like Kansas City for obvious on thirty-one to twenty-four for me. Um, and yeah, this is you know Atlanta's Atlanta. We don't know what they're gonna come out and be at any given. They came out the Calvin Ridley balled out last game for well, for a while, and you know they should be getting Julio back as you. Mentioned. But this Kansas City, they're so so good. And as I say, you know, the past couple of weeks I've been saying, until they lose, I'm not gonna be to lose. <laughs> Unless I see them just suck and some other team that's looking like the best team in football, I'm not going to predict Kansas City to lose. I just, I'm not going to do it. Um, I think they're the best team in football. I've been saying that since week three, probably. Somewhere in that realm. So I, I, I thought Baltimore was football for the first couple of weeks. I won't lie. But, yeah, and you predicted, you predicted them in the Super Bowl. I did. And, uh, and uh, I, you, you, like, made some very convincing points. And I, like, basically was just like, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. The team wasn't changed. They're still pretty good. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. In all likelihood, the Chiefs are the better football team. But uh, I yeah, will not gloat. Yeah. We just keep we receipts. Are, I'm not gloating. We do. We do. We, we keep the receipts around here. We're honest. We're honest men. <laughs> For yeah, sure. Kansas City, they're a better football team. And as you mentioned, you know, Atlanta's defense struggling all year. Um, and when you're facing the best offense football, once again, Kansas City takes the dub 31 before. We saw it yeah. coming. No, this is, should be the easiest game. Even though they just came off a win, the Jets did. I don't think they're going to be able to beat Cleveland. Uh, they're not obviously yeah. they're not going to put those performances back to back. Thirty-two to ten is what I have, just because uh, <clears throat> you know the Jets' offense actually did play relatively well last week. So maybe they can continue some momentum like in the early part of the game before they just get absolutely slaughtered by a. Uh, a okay, the the Browns' def- defense is not exactly star-studded, but they have a good pass rush and they can get after yeah. like. The, 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 you know, it, it, this is straightforward for sure. I think the Browns win this handily. No questions asked. As well as I, I also believe that I added actually a bigger margin of victory, which is something that doesn't usually happen. Um, no, it does not. <laughs> 37 to 7. For Cleveland's team is so good. I've, I'm so, I've been so high on Cleveland these past couple weeks, as you all know. Baker Mayfield is wheeling and dealing. Um, Mitch Chubb and Kareem Hunt, the best running back duo in the league, just get better and better by the week. They hold what I believe the best offensive line in football right now. Um, they have five guys that if they could have all five been pro bowlers, I would not have sat. Um, <laughs> they um, they went last. They're they're an amazing. Their defense, like you said, they're they're very dependent on Denzel Ward. Is Denzel Ward back? I he think probably. I think so. I think he is. He should be back, by, but um, he's really the only player in the secondary doing anything because Grant Dalput's been injured all year. Ronnie Harrison's out. So they're rocking Andrew Sendejo and Carl Joseph in their safety slots. Lord knows Greedy Williams isn't going to do much. Um, Denzel Ward's been the only reliable in that secondary, but that pass rush with Miles Garrett, who I believe is top five defensive player in the league right now, um, Olivier Vernon, Sheldon Richardson, Larry Ogunjobi, they, uh, they're a good football team. Make no mistake. And I think they trounce on the Jets. Jets do not get – they don't make the same mistake again. They're not falling out of the <laughs> – uh, yeah, they stay uh, – 32 to 10, or sorry, that was yours. 37 to 7 for me. Nothing like the Jets, nothing would be more like the Jets than to uh, win out. <laughs> we said the same thing about the Dolphins. The Dolphins last year diddled around and won a bunch of games at, like, at the end of the year and dropped yeah. down on the draft picks <laughs> for basically no reason at all. But it did, uh, I kept some guys on the job, I'm sure. So I, mm, I'm going to skip over this game and come back to the next. I still don't even know I won, wanted to die uh, mm-hmm. as far as Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. So we'll move on to the next Denver at Los Angeles Chargers. 
I, they already played. They, I'm sure they already played once this year because they're in the same division, of course. But I do not remember what the actual result was. I'm pretty sure the Chargers won. won. To take a while I'm pretty sure Denver won because I think we both predicted the Chargers to win Denver. I uh, yeah, I don't know, but I predicted the Chargers to win relatively high scoring fashion, 31 to 17, just Ooh. because the Denver defense. I mean, Denver offense is like pretty good some weeks, but some weeks it's just atrocious. Like <laughs> it's very inconsistent. Um, as is Drew Locke, but I guess the same cannot be said about the Chargers. Um, very fiery, pass-heavy offensive attack, um, you know, with Austin Eckler finally back from injury still. Keenan Allen did not have a good game last week, but you can expect him to come back. He's one of the, the top-tier route runners, especially in the league. And, you know, this is not... I can imagine this being higher scoring, I like by, and I mean, like, closer from the, the Broncos just because there's no... <clears throat> real good defense in this matchup, but you know, I I think that's pretty. No, that's not too hard. I don't think that's too out of the realm of possibility to predict. Well, um, finally we got a difference. I'm going Denver on this. Um, I we've been we both we have our teams right. We everybody knows that our the the teams that we 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 always pick quietly. We both rich <laughs> like quietly <laughs> we vote for the Chargers just because Herbert's a beast and they're so talented. Um. But I'm giving this one to Denver. Anthony Lynn is a bum. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he is. He is. But I'm giving it to Denver. They got trounced by the Bills last, but the Chargers would have also got the Bills last. Um, Denver. But before that, Denver came off a good win. Um, Chargers did come off a good win. I can't lie. But I just, I just got a feeling Denver's got this. You know what I mean? I feel like the Chargers are a much more talented football team. But when you take everything into account, I feel like the Broncos are better. So I. I'm giving this to Denver, 29 to 20. I just, I got a feeling. They're, I, I just got a feeling. You have your gut feeling say, sometimes. I've been, I've been a big fan of Drew Locke. I still think he, he could be good. I'm not a Drew. I'm not gonna. Still. Yeah, I know. I didn't think so, but you know, I'm yeah, not gonna I, discount I, I, it. You don't like Drew. Drew Locke is like, I see this meme. It's like Drew Locke is Trevor Simeon, or like Drew Locke is, um, well, he was the Broncos quarterback that got traded to the Browns. Brock Os, he's like Brock Osweiler, but with a more likable personality. Which I mean, I can see it. the The level of play is, you know, not that different. And uh, Drew Lock, I yeah. does have a little personality with his freestyling on the sidelines. On, on to the next recipe before I before we we talk too much about Drew Lock's taste in music. <laughs> um, Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. This is going to be a good one. I think the Rams are going to win thirty-one to twenty-eight. And the, the Rams defense is just so like it's so locked mm-hmm. down. I really like the Rams defense. They've been playing like. Among the best in the league, the offense can get it done at times. Um, but you know the, the rushing attack has been really consistent with Cam Akers lately. He's been popping off, as well as uh, Darrell Henderson is like a pretty good uh, goal line back. You know, so so there's a lot to like about the the Rams team, as is there a lot to like about the Seahawks. But I just think the defense, I think their offense, the Seahawks offense is a little bit better. But I think the Rams defense is a lot better. And I think it just evens itself out a little bit there. Um, that's interesting. That's interesting. I gave it to the Seahawks. I knew the it. Rams knew came it. off of the ugliest game ever. They lost to the Jets. Yeah, I know. But they, they can um, back. It's a very well-coached team by Sean McVay. I'm not worried. I, 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 bet, I bet money that the Rams win. But I, I'm not going to. I'm pretty confident. But I still like Seattle coming off of two wins in a row, maybe three. I only have the past two. <laughs> but Russell Wilson is doing Russell Wilson. He's no longer an MVP candidate, but I wouldn't even um, – he's probably like my fourth or fifth candidate for MVP at this point. He's the, he, he fell off. But uh, yeah. anyway, anyway, their defense is coming into its own, to say the least. They came. They went from being one of the most atrocious defenses in the league signed, through signing Snacks Harrison, signing or trading for Carlos Dunlap, and now things are starting to come together, especially in that second day with the two Pro Bowlers, Jamal Adams and Quandry Diggs rocking the safeties. You got Shaquille Griffin, Quentin Dunbar in the corner slots, Bobby Wagner doing his thing. You got Jerron Reed down there doing his thing as well. A lot that um, is really starting to come into it. And they're, they're going from one of the worst defenses in football to middle of the pack. And that is what you, that's all they need, a middle of the pack defense. And at times, they're a middle of the pack defense that plays like a higher end. And that, that what I said, we both, if they could get their defense fixed, they're, they're, I believe that they would be one of the Super Bowl favorites, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I think the Chief, the Saints are my Super Bowl favorites currently still. But for me, 
Um, Seattle wins this game. I think they're still a better football team. It will be close. 26 to 21 is my prediction. So we had very close predictions. Opposite. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. still think Seattle's a better football team. And while the Rams do have a great defense, they've had some offensive woes recently. Jared Goff played terribly. Cam Eggers had a great week weeks ago. He really struggled last week. And I just, I'm going to need to see some more from this Rams team when they, you know, lost to the Jets before I think they're going to be a great team in the Seahawks. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, on, to, on to an NFC matchup here. Carolina at the Washington football team. Uh, I think the Panthers are going to win this one by slim margin, 17 to 14, and in low scoring fashion there. But which, we, we like the Panthers a lot. But the Panthers have, have been a high scoring team throughout the year. But something about the Washington defense, it can just get under like a team skin. We've seen it um, basically like a bunch of weeks back to back to back now, where that pass rush just gets just gets the quarterbacks and it it throws off your offense. And like it's not like the rest of the defense is that really crazy, like the secondary or anything, but their pass rush is just so effective that it really just throws teams off, I feel like. Um, so I, I think the, the Panthers are still going to win because their offense is definitely among the 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 better scoring teams I suppose, but and also I'm pretty sure Alex Smith is not going to be back yet, which means that often they said he's they're not sure, but he is trying to get. Yeah, that's fair. If he comes back, is I could see it. I don't think that the change is going. The only change that would be would be if it gets worse if he doesn't play. Because <laughs> I made this prediction that Alex Smith was going to play, and then I thought about it and was like, he might still might not play. Um, but with with any with Kyle Allen or Club Boy. Uh, if we can call Juju TikTok boy, we can call um, Club Boy, Club Boy. <laughs> um, boy. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to get, I wonder if he got like, oh, any trouble. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, but, they're investing. <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, NFL meme pages are, are, on, are like very dedicated to their craft. There's some very good memes that they make. Kudos to them. So you had Carolina winning. I am going to have Washington. Um, I knew it. I knew it. I I could have told. I knew you were gonna have Carolina. Win. I had. I would have bet large, copious amounts of money that you'd have had Washington money. I knew you were gonna have Carolina. <laughs> I, I had sixty four in favor of Washington. Um, Alex Smith may play, may not. He's really trying. <laughs> I'll tell you <laughs> that. Even what I saw from Dwayne last week, it wasn't great. Dwayne Haskins did not play goal. I'm not going to lie to you. But what I will tell you is that I saw there beat a secondary that's a little bit weak in this Carolina time. Jeremy Chin is a great safety, but he's necessarily a coverage safety. Um, Trey Boston, I love Trey Boston. I thought he was a great safety, but he's not having his best season this year. Um, Dante Jackson started off the year really hot, pulling down right now. Um, and I just didn't team in. I don't know what it is. Panthers do not have a good offensive line versus this stellar deal of the, of the Washington football team. As much as it pains me to say it, Teddy Bridgewater might not, might be going to hit the deck a little bit. And I just like Washington's football team. Not even their defense line. I just like their football team in general. It's a perspective. Kyle Fuller is a beast. Um, and everyone likes to make jokes about Landon Collins. And while he's nowhere near as good as he once was, um, he's still a pretty good safety. Like I like what I see in him. There's Cameron Curl's been good there. John Bostick in the linebacker. Um, and then obviously we know all the edge rushers, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, Ionitis, Jerome Payne, Chase Young, Ryan Kerrigan, all those guys, right? They're all – I just I, – I like Washington. So Alex Smith or Dwayne Haskins, um, I think if it's Alex Smith, if it's Dwayne Haskins, the, you know, the margin might slim a bit. But I still am going to have Washington. So I'm giving this one Washington 24-2. Interesting. I can't believe you're such a Teddy Bridgewater hater. No, I'm oh, kidding. I'm going to be – Colton likes okay. Teddy Bridgewater more than I do, and I like Teddy Bridgewater a good bit. Um, he's he's a cool he's a cool dude. He's definitely an in, he's an interesting fellow. He's I feel like he's cool. He'd be a cool dude to hang out with. Um, as would I feel like Jalen Hurts would be a cool good cool guy to hang out with too. Philadelphia at Dallas. I think Philadelphia wins this game thirty five to twenty eight. And Dallas just went out and had a humongous week last week. He threw threw for Andy Dalton had a, quite the game. You know, I think they. I think they dropped forty-four points, if I if I know correctly. I think it's forty-one. So, uh, close, close. Um, but you know, it, it's a it's a rivalry game. Maybe Philadelphia comes out, plays a little bit. That even plays a little bit better than we expect. You know, they still have a, a very good pass rush. To be fair, um, and Jalen Hurts has just been balling lately. He lost last week to Arizona, but he still had a very good week. He threw for three touchdowns, rushed for another one. You know, I think I like Philadelphia in this game. I honestly, I like Philadelphia. I'm really wondering who's going to win this division. I'm pretty sure Washington's in the lead at the moment, and I could very well see them win it. But if they lose a game, I would not be surprised to see Philadelphia slide in and yeah. steal that spot. It's really funny, but 
still we we have we stopped our NFC East slander a little bit since uh, Washington and Philadelphia started to play better. But you still have to realize that there's going to be a team in the playoffs with a losing record that won a division and is going to get to play a home game. And yeah. in all likelihood, I really don't think either of those teams are exactly big playoff, like deep playoff run contenders. Um, yeah. Me neither, but you know, making it there is the. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's still a, a achievement at that. It is. You get experience with a team, and at least Washington is very young. The important positions apart from quarterbacks. I'm giving it to Philly as well. 32-2. Um, Jalen Hurts continues his reign of terror. He was he went crazy. He was he would have been my pick for NFC Offensive Player of the Week. They gave it to Kyler Murray in the same game, um, and I get it. You know, Kyler Murray won. He had more passing, but um, Jalen Hurts didn't throw an interception. Kyler Murray did. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Jalen Hurts had a more efficient game. So mm-hmm. do with that information as you will. But Jalen Hurts has been really really good, um, and he was able to almost beat Arizona, which is a playoff team. Um, I think he's going to get come out here and beat Dallas. Dallas did go nuts, last, but they did go nuts last week. Who did they beat? Cincy, um, right? Or no, that was two weeks. I'm not sure, actually. I can check, though, if okay. you want to. Yeah, you check. Uh, never mind. It's going to run. Dwayne Haskins is not going to play. Um, so, well, never mind. No, I'm sorry. I actually I just read it wrong. Dwayne Haskins has lost his captain patch following his recent COVID-19 violation per Ian. Ian Robert. I didn't even know. He was a captain? Yeah, he was voted captain by his teammates during training camp. Who do you have to... Who are they going to give it to? Because I think Scary Terry has one. I'm not sure. Logan Tom's been balling. Maybe. The Cowboys beat the Niners last week. Yes, okay. yeah. Okay, Niners and Philly are actually pretty sense of skill. So, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm giving this to Philly, right? Their defense is, is very is very good. Um, Darius Slade, the man. And, like, Darius Slade's got the gauntlet about this. You know, like, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins last week. He had, he's going to have Amari Cooper this week. He had a couple of great receivers beforehand. But for whatever reason, I can never um, – Yeah. And, yeah, Philly, Philly's going to – as well. Um, Jalen Hurts – until it's a quarterback game, right? Andy Dalton is a game manager, and Jalen Hurts is the game star the past couple of weeks. So, I'm, I'm if Jalen Hurts continues what he's been doing last week especially, it's going to be tough sailing for the Dallas Cowboys. That's yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I was – Skeptical of Jalen Hurts, but ever since he played, I've actually like really, really been impressed. And he's a real winner. I was actually I was watching some college game, some some clips. I wasn't watching like the full game. I was watching some highlights, and he was a baller. Like he was so good in college. I always forget. Oh, yeah. Seemed like I he was in college. When I was watching that national championship game, I was very disappointed for Tua. And obviously, Tua came in and won them the night and came <laughs> back. But and then the next year, and Jalen Hurts was the only one that took. They got a Heisman besides Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe well Burrow deserved. Could have been unanimous Heisman, but uh, I believe Jalen Hurts got. <laughs> That's fair. I I might have if I was voting. I don't know. I I probably would have voted for Joe Burrow because he really he he balled no, out. I voted for Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the Sunday night football game that I'm. I feel like this game could be flexed out because it doesn't really have any big playoff Im- implications. Tennessee at Green Bay. Uh, I think Green Bay is going to win. They're both playoff teams. Well, yeah, but Green Bay like... could potentially lose the like you know like I believe Tennessee and uh, Indi- Indianapolis are still tied for their division lead. I can flip up the division there with playoff seeing. If Green Bay loses, then New Orleans could jump up to the number one. I mean, it's got playoff implication. They're two good teams. Yeah, that's fair. But I feel like it's not as like there's not as much going on as the um, well Philly at Dallas. I think is pretty. Con- they're in the same division. Or you could have uh, the Rams and the Seahawks. I feel like either of those two games could be in, in there, and they'd be like, they're more like on head, you know, if that makes any sense. Of course, you know, if the Seahawks lose, then there's still playoff implications because that means that the Browns are closer to winning the AFC North or whatever, you know. But maybe that was just a dumb statement. I'm not thinking. But I, I think Green Bay's going to win this 37 to 35 in very high scoring and close fashion. Derek Henry is going up against one of the, the lesser um, stacked defenses, especially as far as run defense goes. We all know that. They've yes, let yes. big rushes on them. And, and Derrick Henry is certainly not uh, <laughs> not going to be stopped by that defense. He's a stud. Um, Derrick Henry continues to impress. We both said that we didn't think he was going to have that good of a year. And he has not had a career year. But he's had some really, really big games. And he's came I don't up know, clutch. Man. I think he might. I don't know the stats were last year, but... Honestly, his average, he's like yards per carry is really is like amongst the lowest in his career, but he's still 
it's still a good year, you know, nonetheless. Um, but I just think I like Green Bay a little bit longer. I think they can outlast with a, the I mean, humongous, like that absolutely electric passing attack with Aaron Rodgers, who's pulling out of his mind right now. Um, so that, that's where I was going with that. But I, I feel like this is going to be close, but I feel like you're going to, I feel like you're going to be able to tell that, that Green Bay is going to win this game. I don't think I'm pretty confident in this prediction. Um, we both had Green Bay scoring 37. But I had Tennessee in 27, so I'm more convincing W for for Green Bay in that one. And yeah, their offense is just so good, and this Tennessee has been lacking. Um, I love the addition of Desmond on trade for him, but um, it hasn't necessarily bolstered the defense enough because their pass rush is still virtually non-existent. It's only Jeffrey Simmons right now. Um, yeah, because Novick Beasley, Javon Clowney's out for the year. Uh, it's rough. It's rough. Um, so I think Green Bay's going to get this, and you can't be giving Aaron Rodgers all the time in the world to throw the ball, especially <laughs> when he's got Devontae Adams to throw the ball to. You got to get pressure, and so yeah, Green Bay's going to take this one by time for me. I just think they're a better football team. They're one of the top four or five football teams in football right now. So they're my NFC. Uh, if I'm a, if I'm choosing a team that's going to the Super Bowl from the NFC, I'm picking Green Bay, and that's more of a gut feeling because I know the Saints have a better defense, and their offense is, is certainly very good, but. You know, that's right. I, I feel like the Packers are going to make it to the Super Bowl, but that's just my opinion. Um, here, Monday night football here is, which is another game. I feel like this is not a that crazy of a game um, that isn't going to be put in prime time, but I don't make the schedules. Buffalo at New England. I think Buffalo's going to win 30 to 21. And I, I think this is just, I don't think the Patriots like have the talent to put up 21 points, but I feel like they could play above their talent. Well coached, of course. Um, by the best coach in the football, and they, I think they want to go out. They want to play um, some rough football, and they, they they're not going to win. But if they they make the Buffalo Bills work, and if they win the game, then of course that puts them basically out of contention for that second pick. If this unless the Steelers just like lose out, but you know I, I think this is for pride for the Patriots since they're out of the playoffs, and pride for Cam. You know I think they're going to play hard, but they're not going to win. Let's be fair. Yeah, um, I have it further. 20, 35 to 20, I score for this one. Josh Allen and those Bills are on a monster roll right now. Josh Allen is probably my third MVP candidate, to be honest. He's just been wheeling and dealing all season, and I love I love what I've seen from Josh Allen this year as we talk about every episode I've been seeing Josh Allen. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're going to turn in. They don't. They don't really stand a chance. As much as, you know, it's, it's strange as it is to say New England doesn't stand a chance. And they don't. They don't. Um, they're just not that good of a football team. Cam Newton's not been balling at all. Um, this came back. I didn't think we we're going to see someone come back out of it, but he did, he did come back. Um, Edelman's still not back. <laughs> um, they're still rolling with the amazing wide receiver core. Jacoby Myers, Demir Bird, Nikhil Harry, Isaiah Ford, and the tight ends. Ryan Izzo and Devin. Yeah, Snow. they're absolute goats there. Definitely, they definitely got the better end of the deal uh, without Gronk. <laughs> and, uh, I guess on to the last game here. One I'm I'm wrestling with still to this very second, Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. Now I have the score as twenty four to twenty one, and I'm very convinced that that will be the score. But I don't know who the team is going to have twenty four points. Now if you if the Steelers play like they did last week, well then it's going to be a lot worse than it was because the Colts are a very good football team, and I'm not worried about uh, their defense is very good as well. So, but I think if the Steelers come out and fight for this game, I really think they can win. But I think I'm going to have to. To, against my bias and everything, give this game to the Colts. Uh, sadly enough, I guess I'm just going to say it now so we're not <clears throat> sitting here all night wondering <clears throat> about what my prediction is. But I'm proud of you. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> the defense is, is very good for the Colts. And yeah. I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm yeah, going with. I, I really have no idea. This game is so hard for me to predict. I really don't know. I, I said Colts went 28-21. to 21. Um, because Pittsburgh is bummy wrong. Let me tell you that. And it's the same deal with the Rams. You know what I mean? Like what I said, they came off a really bad loss. And I'm not going to give a team like this coming off of, you know, they're, they've they been struggling. They came off of a terrible loss. And I, I'm not going to give them to come out and beat a very good <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They, um, and especially when you're struggling like that, it's the worst thing you want is um, one of the best defenses in football to have to go against a face there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see. I wonder if my guy Rocky Sin will will have any big plays. Uh, I hope not. I guess, <laughs> but I actually do like Rocky Sin. I've been. I have no feelings. I know, but I've liked him out of the draft. Whenever I, uh, he was a first round pick, but he was like projected third. But then he did really good in the combine, 
and he was projected, and like they bumped him to like a second round pick, and the Colts trolled the Colts, uh, the Colts pulled the trigger at like, like very late. I don't know what overall like, I know him, but I don't have any attachment towards him. <laughs> he has a cool He's name too. Player. I'm impressed he does, by he does. that. He does. You can't take that away. He does have it. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. There's our prediction. Um, and before we hop off. We want to wish you a very, very, very Christmas. Happy holidays. Spend some time with your family. Have some have some food. Have some <laughs> fun times. Have some enjoy yes. this time with your family. Hopefully you're able to see your family with all the crazy stuff going on in the world, right? Yeah. Enjoy your For sure. whatever you're doing. Enjoy your, your presence as well. That's not the that's not the real meaning of Christmas, but it is a part of Christmas. It's not so. the real meaning, but you can still enjoy them and I hopefully we'll still enjoy them so <laughs> oh, i certainly will <laughs> you know um, we respect those for the season around these parts yeah obviously we we met at a church camp and we always talk yeah. about church like you know what our, our religious beliefs are so yeah. yeah we've never been secretive with that no sir we won't get political but we can we will express our views way yes yes we will um yeah so i really do and from the bottom of my heart, I really hope this oh, episode yeah. of the Coleman Joe Show, uh, this is the perfect segue to the most awesome Christmas Eve slash Christmas and weekend of your life. I, I also, I, really... I second the motion. <laughs> I don't usually second the motion. This time I second it. So, you know what it Respect. is. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a happy holidays. From us here at the Coleman Joe Show, we are. <laughs>